Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Tonight we gather uh, one step closer to Easter Sunday, and the darkness around us seems like it's growing. Um, Things are shutting down even more than they were. We've spent more time away from our regular career, uh, our regular careers, or at least workplaces, away from our schools, away from our friends and family that we ordinarily see all the time. As we're in the midst of this true Lent, this true darkness, Let's call for the Lord to come and save us by giving us His light. And first of all, let's do that by calling to mind our sins and asking the Lord to show us His mercy. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them, and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, when I open your graves and have you rise from them, O my people. I will put my spirit in you, that you may live, and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised, and I will do it. Settled is the last thing that most of us have experienced these last couple of weeks. I don't know whether you tuned in yesterday to the smallest sovereign nation on earth, but millions did. Millions of men and women, children, gathered around their televisions and smartphones and laptops and computers to watch the live coverage of Pope Francis taking the stage to preach and to bless the world. It was solemn and it was powerful. The rain came down calmly but unremittingly as dusk covered the grand piazza in front of Christendom's greatest church. And no one was there. Italian Carabinieri, which are the police force, parked along the opening uh, between the giant stone colonnades along the iron gate to warn people with their blue flashing lights not to enter. But there was no one to enter. The square itself stood unoccupied. It was totally bare. Only puddles between the flagstones gathered under the grim March evening. And then, in the distance, there was a little movement. Dressed in solid white, but without any other vestments. No priestly stole, no procession of servers, no priest helping him along or even a cane. The 83-year-old pontiff, with a slight limp and only one lung, appeared at the base of the long, wide staircase facing St. Peter's Basilica. Slowly, and with no light or even umbrella in tow, the Holy Father trudged up the flights to a broad canopy with a solitary chair and a script. The gospel was read. When evening had come, it began. 
It was the story of the calming of the storm at sea from Mark chapter 4. And without a smile, without applause, or even without a congregation to be seated after the gospel, the Pope took the podium. He looked into the camera and he said, For weeks now, it has been evening. Thick darkness has gathered over our squares, our streets, our cities, and has taken over our lives, filling everything with a deafening silence and a distressing void that stops everything as it passes by. We feel it in the air. We notice it in people's gestures. Their glances give them away, he said. We find ourselves afraid and lost like the disciples in the gospel. We are caught off guard by an unexpected storm. The storm exposes our vulnerability and uncovers those false and superfluous certainties around which we have constructed our daily schedules, our projects, our habits, and priorities. It shows us how we have allowed to become dull and feeble the very things that actually nourish us, sustain and strengthen our lives and our communities. The tempest, the storm, he says, lays bare all of our prepackaged ideas and forgetfulness of what truly nourishes our souls. All those attempts that anesthetize uh, with anesthesia, us with these ways of thinking and acting that we think save us, and you know what those are, they but prove incapable of putting us in touch with our roots and keeping alive the memory of those who have gone before us. We deprive ourselves, the Holy Father said, of the antibodies that we need to confront adversity. When I watched that yesterday, I was struck. It was the first thing that really seemed to speak to my soul that I had seen in a week or two. And then I read the readings for today. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. I will settle you and then you shall know that I am the Lord. I will open your graves. I will give you life. I promised. I'll do it. The Pope said we have realized we're all in the same boat right now. All of us are fragile and disoriented. But at the same time, all of us right now are called to row together in that boat. On this boat are all of us. Tutti, he said twice. Tutti, all. Just like those disciples who spoke anxiously with one voice saying, we are perishing, so too we have realized that we cannot go on thinking of ourselves. We can't. That leads to really dark places and to a lot of hurt. But it's easy to recognize ourselves in the story. What's harder to understand, the Pope said, is Jesus. He stands in the stern, in the part of the boat that sinks first. 
That's where Jesus is. And the part of the boat that we're all in, but the part that's sinking first. I couldn't help but think as I watched the Holy Father speak of the dozens of priests that have died in Italy already and in other places around the world too. You know, we're, we're suffering now because we don't have access to what we usually do in faith. I had a funeral last week with 10 people at it and no mass. I anointed someone in their family and I couldn't give them a hug or shake their hand and neither could they with each other. We realize that right now we're cut off from so many things, and yet as I watch the Holy Father stand in that solitary, empty place in Italy, I also realize that those people, when their churches finally do back, open back up again, they, some of them, they will still have no sacraments. They will still have no shepherds. Their leaders are gone. Some families, when they can start traveling again, will have no grandma or grandpa to go visit. Some people will be cut off forever. We're in the same boat here. And where is Jesus? He's in the worst part of it. The part that's sinking. My question tonight for us is what part of the boat are you in? Some of us are in the bottom where the Lord is, where everything is being dumped into our laps, where the water is rising to our necks. Some of us are on the other end, feeling like, well, it's not really hit me or my family yet. I still have a job. I still can get out. I still feel healthy. I still have access to goods and resources. And some of us are somewhere in between. But wherever you are, the problem only comes if we realize, if we don't realize what God wants to do. The problem for us is if we feel like we're in the boat without God, if we're, if we're in the bottom of the boat and we're not realizing that the one who can save us is sitting beside us, or if we're in the top of the boat and we're hoarding all of our treasures, our material possessions, our psychological controls, our affirmations, whatever, if we're holding all, onto all of that and not realizing that the only thing that's going to make that boat sail again it's going to bail the water out. The only thing is none of that. Pope Francis, as he was starting to conclude his address, he says, Faith begins when we realize that we are in need of salvation. We are not self-sufficient. By ourselves, we flounder. Let us invite Jesus into the boats of our lives. Let us hand over our fears to him so he can conquer them. Like the disciples, we will experience that with him on board. There will be no shipwreck. Because this is God's strength. Turning to the good, everything that happens, everything, even the bad things, he brings serenity to our storms, because with God, life never dies. Wherever you are, in faith, in life, in family, in work, invite the Lord into it. O oh, my people, I will put my spirit in you that you may live. 
and I will settle you upon your land, and thus shall you know that I am the Lord. I have promised, and I will do it.